You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM, and that was your daily dose of the 2 o'clock news here on 106.9 Tune FM, the home of UNE's student-powered radio. Coming up next, we have the amazing UNE Guard Show, episode 3 with Connor and his guests. That will run for approximately half an hour, and then we're going to jump into our syndicated show for the day, World Link. That'll be up at approximately 2.30. So here is Connor with UNE Guard Show, episode 2, here on 106.9 Tune FM. Take it away, Connor. All right. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the third episode of the UNE Guide podcast radio show. For those of you who don't know what we're all about, we're a weekly podcast designed to help students become familiar with some of the different aspects of studying with UNE. Whether that be online or on campus, we've got you covered. For today's podcast, we'll be discussing what to do if you've enrolled late and how you can catch up if you've fallen behind. Uh, I'll be joined by the wonderful Nola Holmes, who's a master of helping students transition into their studies um nola would you like to start us off by introducing yourself hello connor and hello everybody who's listening uh, that my role is officially called first year advisor and also academic advisor um, and there are a few of us across the university and we are sort of i guess you'd call us discipline experts so we work in particular areas my area is business and law but i'm used to helping students across uh, quite a few areas the best way of probably describing it is for people who, if they think back to their high school days, and that's probably quite a while for some of us, uh, most schools had what they'd call a year advisor, who was a teacher who picked up the students coming into year seven and helped them with uh, their transitioning and so forth. Not that anybody is primary to high school transitioning anymore, but that's probably an equivalent role. So my role is to help students transition into university, help them settle in with their studies, help them with their academic support, working out often the questions that they didn't know that they needed to ask. A lot of the grey areas, demystifying university, there's a whole range of very flexible areas because as we know when you're starting any new role, whether it's a, a new job or you're moving or a whole range of things, there is the official information that you're told and then there's all the other things that you're just not quite sure about. So. Uh, I and other first-year advisors and academic advisors in each of these schools and disciplines are available to help students as they transition into their studies. All right, that was an excellent and very informative introduction. Um, now that that's out of the way, we'll start addressing some of the questions that students might be having around this time of year, uh, especially when it comes to um, late enrolments. So, from the perspective of a student who's been contemplating studying with UNE for a while now, is it too late to begin the enrolment process? Well, if they've been given an offer for their course uh, and they've accepted their uh, offer, that's where a lot of people forget that they may receive the uh, email saying you've now been offered a place in the course. You actually have to accept that offer, otherwise we don't know whether you're coming or not. And then you need to enrol in the particular units that are um, required or recommended for your course. Now across the university there's a range of different ways. There are some courses or degrees, and that's where also for new students you'll need to get used to the interchangeable terminologies. And also UNE loves acronyms. And UNE itself is an acronym. We very rarely talk about the University of New England, so it's always UNE. Uh, but some courses are very prescribed. That means you don't get a choice. You have to do particular units. Units are also in the wider world called subjects. So, for example, in some teaching degrees, in some science degrees, it's quite prescribed. You're told which units. In fact, you may even be automatically enrolled into those units once you've accepted. In other courses, there's quite a bit of flexibility. 
for example, a Bachelor of Arts. Uh, it depends on which area you want to study in. Uh, some areas in the business disciplines, some other degrees may have one compulsory unit saying, okay, you must start with this. We've already enrolled you in that. Now you work out which other three or two or one you want to do. So that's where students sometimes can feel a bit confused and understandably. They uh, say, well, I've told I've got to choose something and I really don't know where to start uh, with that. So in that case, you can contact your first year advisor in your particular discipline area, which is myself in business and law, Jenny Vaughan, who covers the humanities, arts, social sciences and education faculty. Uh, Leah Labour looks after sciences. They can also go through Ask UNE, but at the moment, as we know, we are, it's very busy, so they won't get an immediate answer they could contact the course coordinator and many of the schools will have that information available on their website. Uh, if they are unsure in any way as to which unit it might be that they should be doing. Some courses or degrees have a major area where students can choose a particular part of that degree that they want to major in and that might help them choose which units that they want to do. But there's a lot of ways of finding the advice to help you enrol in the units commencing students usually will have some standardised units that are recommended for them to start in. Now they can enrol in units up until Monday of week two which is next Monday the 8th of March. So you can either add a unit or you can change a unit and some students and in fact uh, today I'm helping some students who realise they think oh I think I might be better in a different unit we're helping them change out of one unit and into another one so that you've got until Monday next week, Monday of week two, the 8th of March, to add a different unit, either to add an additional one. Some people might have decided they want to take on an extra unit. Other people might want to change. Now, frequently we're asked, well, why is Monday of next week the cutoff date? Um, all administrative processes, as we know in the big world, have a cutoff date. But the other reason is that any later than that, and you will have missed too much of the coursework, because this is the first week of the trimester. Moodle units are up and going, uh, lectures have been recorded and are available. Depending upon the discipline, there might be some tutorials or workshops online. Some of the practical areas are actually having some on-campus um, workshops. But beyond next week, you're possibly leaving yourself too much to catch up. So that's why we say Monday of week two is the uh, the last time to add uh, a new unit. All right. Um, I've just recently had the pleasure as well of working with some of the heads of schools, so I can let everybody know they're very approachable, very nice. Um, so don't hesitate at all to send out an email if you need to get in contact with them. They are very busy though, and especially with you know late enrolments and the beginning of the uh, teaching year right now. Um, if you do need to get in contact with them about choosing units or anything um, specific to the structure of your studies, make sure that you get in contact with them immediately. So send out the email as soon as possible just because you will need to action uh, any changes before the 8th of March. Um, moving on now, if on the other hand I'm not a new student uh, I've just been a student who deferred uh, my studies and I'm planning on recommencing study. Is there anything different that changes for me, Nola, um, or is it exactly the same process as you just mentioned? Well, it's pretty much the same process and we have a lot of students who, and this is something that it's nice for students to know right from the beginning, 
once you start, you're not locked into this roller coaster where you just have to keep going all the time. There are a lot of students who will take a pause for a variety of reasons. Um, they may be full-time students who in a particular trimester just want to reduce to part-time. They may be students who have needed to take a trimester off. Uh, there's some students I know who are coming back to study in trimester one who have taken most of last year off, particularly with COVID. That really threw things out for a lot of people. Uh, so there are quite a few students who just paused their enrolment for uh, 2020 or part of 2020. Uh, so if you have paused, taken a break, or when you originally were offered a position uh, in a course last year or the year before, because people can defer for up to two years, and you are now taking up that offer, the enrolment process is the same. You need to remember which year you were offered the, uh, the course entry. So in most cases, if people are starting now, they've probably just applied recently, and they are first cap off the rank starting in trimester one, 2021. So they will always be looking at 2021 course rules. If you have taken a break or you were offered uh, your course last year or the year before, and we used to say, uh, take a gap year and go traveling overseas, but of course that wasn't really a reality in 2020 for most people. Um, they need to be aware of which uh, year that their offer was under. But that's a detail that they can get advice about from academic advisors. We just don't want people getting too tied up in uh, the, the paperwork of those sorts of things. The crucial thing I would probably add is just ask. right? And that's where there is always a way through the bureaucracy and the process, and as we know in any big organisation, there are lots of rules and the policies and procedures and so forth, which can seem a bit daunting. That's why there's people like me and other student advisors to help students if they're in any way unsure, just ask, and we can walk them through the process with those things. All right. Is that same date uh, the day that Sorry, is that the same cutoff date for enrolling in new units? Uh, sorry, not enrolling in units, changing my units for the trimester. Um, Nola? Yes, so next Monday is the, the last day that they can change any units, add, uh, they can withdraw later. Um, we might talk about that afterwards if they want to withdraw later on, uh, they find a unit too hard. But next Monday, absolutely the last day to add any units. All right, excellent. We're just going to go on a quick song break now. Um, the song that will be playing for you guys will be Pierre by Ryan Weaver. Uh, and this was suggested by Abigail, one of the online students. This is Tune FM. We'll be right back with you. I danced in the desert in the pouring rain Drank with the devil and forgot my name Woke with somebody when the morning came No one there to shame me for my youth Cause it wouldn't be with you
Drove my car once and made the tire pop Still we had some fun till I came to with the UNE Guide podcast, just discussing some late enrollments and uh, how to catch up if you have enrolled late. I'm joined by Nola Holmes. Um, I guess we'll move on to the next question. So, with the heads of schools, do they like to be contacted? I know I mentioned that before. Um, Do they like to be contacted? And also, how are the different schools different for students who like to contact them about you know, their, their, their studies? Yeah, thanks, Tom. The heads of school, uh, as the term suggests, are uh, in charge of each of the, the big discipline areas you know, ten across UNE. They're usually not the first point of contact. I know they all like, and they're very friendly, and if they're wandering around, they like to know the students. But for general administrative things or course questions or unit questions, you wouldn't contact them directly. If you look at all of the school's websites, now this is something that a lot of students forget, they tend to think that everything is on Moodle and everything is on their units, Moodle sites. But all the UNE schools have a website and you can get to it through the main UNE homepage, uh, click about UNE, there's a drop down box and you'll see the faculties and all the schools. Go to the school website and it will often tell you who to contact, if it's a course coordinator or they may have a general phone number or um, email address where general inquiries for example for a particular discipline and they also have a lot of information on each school's website including things like an undergraduate handbook or a student guide or essential information for students of a particular discipline but in most cases um, the head of school is very busy administering their school they're very friendly say hi to them if you see them and they may pop into some uh, welcome videos on different units and so forth but as the first point of contact they're usually uh, second or third down the, down the stretch. Alright, excellent answer. Um, so 
I guess getting onto the catching up side of things, if I've enrolled late and I have work on and I've got other life commitments, what are some tips that you have that I could use to better manage my time so I can effectively catch up on my study and continue the study year the way it's planned? Um, and, and this also applies to not just people who have enrolled late, but there's the reality of, oh, I didn't realise there was all that other bit of information there in orientation uh, and I've only just found out about it. So I approach the same information for students in weeks one and two, whether they enrolled you know, a month ago, uh, whether they've just come on board, because a lot of information isn't immediately available until week one has started. So for students who perhaps have only just come into the system a little bit later and they're panicking that they've missed a lot, in many cases I say, look, yeah, that information has only just become available anyway. When we're talking about balancing or how to catch up or how to balance part-time work, full-time work, family commitments, other commitments, sporting commitments, all of those sorts of things, it's down to prioritising. And that's just a general rule for everything. And often we learn that skill too late in life and we all wish we'd it earlier on. I know in my first uh, studies as a, a younger person, you tend to prioritise the things you want to do, not the things you have to do. And that's the, the difference, I guess, you need to flip it down. Crucial information is fixed dates. And if they can firstly write down the dates of any assessment tasks that are due, have a wall calendar, uh, even though most people operate digitally now and have a digital calendar on their phone, we still find, and studies suggest, that if you've got a visual reminder, that helps. So if you're in college, put something up on your wall. If you're in town, put something up on your bedroom wall. If you are at work, many of our students are working and have an office space, stick something up so that you are seeing it repeatedly. When do you have assessment tasks or when will lectures become available? So that you've got a bit of a calendar and a date to work by. And preparation for those sorts of things is a matter of getting things done in advance whereas in other places sometimes you'll start the week and then you'll be told what you might be doing uh, what you need to do really is to read ahead prepare ahead have a look at the unit information see what the unit schedule is the study guide the study timetable different units different schools might word it differently but the same process is there what is the weekly schedule uh, do you have any assessment tasks due that week? Is it a quiz? Is it a major assignment? Is it something you need to read? Is it a forum post you need to do? So there's quite a few different things to look at. It doesn't mean that we're trying to confuse you with all these different things. It just helps you get your head around the space and prioritise things that are likely to be done quickly, things that are likely to take a little bit longer. Uh, you may have mentioned in one of the previous things, but all UNE students need to do what's called the Academic Integrity Module, AIM. Again, another one of our favourite UNE acronyms. <laughs> We're full of those. Uh, that means that before you submit an assignment, you must have completed this AIM, this Academic Integrity Module, and you get a badge on your student profile. That if you don't have this badge, the system will actually block you from submitting your assignment. So when we say if people have arrived late or they're just getting started, or in many cases, students have been enrolled for a while and they're just 
getting going at full speed now, if they haven't done the academic integrity module, which they can access through UNE 101, their online orientation, or they can access it in a variety of other ways, um, through their My UNE, I suggest they get it done as soon as possible. One of the common errors students make is that they say, oh, I only have to have that completed before I submit my assignment. So I'll have my assignment, it's ready to be due dates tonight, 11.59, I'll just knock over the AIM module you know, half an hour before then and it'll all be fine, only to discover that it takes them that much longer than they thought or they've got a bit of a problem or there's a technical glitch and then suddenly they've got a real deadline fault. Get the AIM badge as early as you can and then it's sitting in your profile. It's once you've done it, you don't have to do it again. And then there's other disciplines around the university that have some other requirements, some other badges that people need to do, some sciences and prac areas will have some practical badges that they might need to get. In uh, the area of law where I am, we have another acronym called AIRLY, which is the Academic Integrity uh, and Referencing Learning Instrument. Law students have to have that badge as well before they submit any assignments. So this early period of time when talking about managing and time management and getting on top of things, try and get all of these things out of the way very early on. Don't just leave it till later because invariably it will take you longer than you thought or you are then at a time critical issue and something else has happened and you've been asked to work overtime or you're feeling a bit unwell or something's happened and the time you'd allocated to do it is no longer available. So get those things, as I call, in the bank and they're done and that's the best way of, of getting uh, that. The other um, tip that I usually give to students is, if at all possible, get ahead. Uh, and you're better off to be ahead than playing catch-up. If you do have to play catch-up, try and do it as quickly as you can because it's a very difficult and uncomfortable situation, as we know in anything, where you feel a little bit out of control. So if your unit or your course has got information up there, you know, we're in week one now, um, some units have already got their week two information posted up there, some have even got more than that. Grab the opportunity while you can and at least have a look at what's coming up. It helps you get a bit organised and get your head in the right space. And then if you've got a little bit of a buffer, if something does come up, well then you're not playing catch up all the way through. I can definitely attest as well, just from a student perspective, how much of a difference it makes being ahead or even fully up to date. For the first year or two of my studies, I was essentially always playing catch up, maybe a week behind consistently. Um, but when I moved to studying more seriously, I guess, uh, and it does come with time. So if it doesn't happen immediately, don't beat yourself up. Um, but my, my grades dramatically improved. I went from you know a pass average to uh, a very top end of distinction or high distinctions on average. So it's a ma major, major difference. And honestly, it didn't take any extra effort. In fact, it took significantly less effort because I wasn't stressing out the whole time. So for those students who have enrolled late, definitely, you know, time crunch now to, uh, to catch up. And then once you have, everything will feel tremendously better. That's absolutely right, Connor, and it's part of what I call learning how to play the game. And any time anyone's moved to a new job or a new organisation, everywhere has its own rules, it has its own way of doing things. Uh, and 
Often students' results, as you've just indicated, will improve as they go through. It doesn't mean you've suddenly got any smarter, and mine were exactly the same when I was a young undergraduate. And as I say to students, I didn't get any smarter, I just learnt what I needed to do. And that comes with time. And it comes down to things like, well, what does UNE mean when it says do these sorts of things? Where do I find this information? So for students who are starting at the moment, and I guarantee you're all feeling swamped, and I remember back in all the courses that I've done, uh, right at the beginning, I always said to myself, what have I done? I've taken on too much. And all it is, is just getting your head in that right space. So it's thinking uh, as a university student would do, working out where to find things at UNE, learning it's the right thing to do is to ask someone for help. Don't beat yourself up for hours trying to find something if you can't find it. Chances are perhaps you are either looking in the wrong place or sometimes we just need to help you uh, by fine-tuning and redirecting those sorts of things. So if there's anything people are unsure about, certainly at the beginning, until you learn the shorthand way of talking about things, or as you said, you've got uh, uh, more efficient with the way things you're doing, pick up the phone, email your unit coordinator, your course coordinator, somebody in the school, talk to another experienced student and ask, because now's the time that you want to be efficient with your use of time, not wasting it. All right. We're just going to go to a quick song break again. Um, you'll be hearing Toxic by Britney Spears, as suggested by the group of individuals who live in town here at Armadale. Uh, this is Tune FM 106.9.
Hi, uh, this is Connor again from the UNE Guide podcast, back speaking uh, about late enrolments and catching up once you've done so. I'm joined by Nola Holmes, uh, and I will get into, I think, what will be probably the final or second last uh, talking point of the show. So, if I've tried all the options mentioned to catch up um, and I've tried time management, I've tried contacting the appropriate people to contact, when should I start seriously considering withdrawing or lowering my study load um, so I can better better handle this, this, the amount of study I have? No, thanks, Connor. Um, there's a few options students have, and it's not always uh, only for people who are trying to catch up. Uh, the amount of study that someone can take on board is you know, limited. We're, we're not superhumans. We can't do uh, things endlessly. And it also depends upon all the other commitments that people have. There is a date, uh, which is Monday of week four of every trimester. So for trimester one, it's Monday the 22nd of March. And that's called census date. And that means if students withdraw from a unit on or by that date, there, there's no academic penalty and there's also no financial commitment to pay for the unit, doesn't go on the hex debt, all those sorts of things. So that it's an opportunity for students to consider how many units they're in and whether they can manage that. Now, I often say to students, and probably because I come from a business background, it's a proactive and sensible choice to work out, okay, I'm enrolled in four units, can I realistically manage that many units in my first trimester? And in many cases, the answer is no, because when students are starting out their course, they have what I call the unnamed um, um, unit in the ether out there, which is called getting used to university. So no matter how many units you're enrolled in, there's also this other unit, uh, the equivalent use of time, which is settling into university. So if you're enrolled in four units, you're really spending the equivalent of five units time getting settled in. So in the first trimester in many courses, it's a wise decision for students to consider, do I want to just reduce my student, uh, my load in this first trimester so that I can make sure that I pass and do well in those three or two, and then I can pick up uh, another unit later on. Most course plans are designed uh, on the uni website for trimester one and trimester two study. Trimester three is optional. So that's when you can pick up extra units. So if you do decide to make uh, a sensible decision and say, look, I think I'm going to manage things just a little bit better if I do one unit less, check with your course coordinator uh, or the school academic advisor, or every school is slightly different. I can mention that in a moment. Um, to make sure that the unit you think you may be withdrawing from doesn't impact any future study. Some units are prerequisites or co-requisites for other units. That means uh, you can't do unit B if you're not already doing unit A. And you may stymie yourself by pulling out of a unit, which means you then can't do a later unit because that was the one that you needed. So always talk to someone first to make sure uh, that's the case and be aware that it is a very sensible decision to manage your time better. If you do decide to withdraw from a unit, check and make sure also when that unit's offered again so that you can plan ahead with that. And again, this is talking to people. Don't just randomly go off and say, well, I'm going to pull the pin and pull out of a unit because it could have an impact on some of your other studies. Uh, I mentioned as we were talking then about every school is slightly different. And again, that applies to a, a lot of things where people are planning on how they want to study. There are general rules that apply to all UNE students, but how things are administered can vary between schools. 
and it can also vary a little bit between different unit coordinators. So it's not just a one size fits all. Check and see what each school does. Uh, for a lot of the courses across UNE, it may be uh, a course that has things in different different schools, different areas. So uh, there can be in your Bachelor of Arts, for example, students will be doing the majority of their units in humanities, arts, social sciences and education, that faculty with the schools in there, but they can also do electives that they may come from other areas. Uh, Agribusiness has, for example, units in both the business school and the sciences school. So each of those has slightly different rules. So the Probably the takeaway would be always ask and check with people and don't just assume that because something applies in one unit, it will automatically apply in another. Always ask. All right. I think we're coming up to the end of the time for the show now, Nola. Is there anything else that you wanted to mention? I think uh, the thing I keep labouring is we're here to help people. There's a lot of UNE staff, whether student advisors, academic advisors, first year advisors, uh, professional staff, academic managers, a variety of places, always a first point of contact. If that isn't the person that can solve your problem for you, we are like a hospital emergency room. We triage people. We will never let you fall through the cracks. We will then send you on to somebody else who can help. But we can't help you if you don't let us know that there's something you would you know, like. Sometimes it's a, a very quick question and that can resolve a lot of other issues for you. If you are in any way a bit complicated about things, just contact us and we can resolve things for you. If um, people want to withdraw a little bit later after the census date, which I mentioned was Monday of week four, things can sometimes happen. There is a date later each trimester, which is Monday of week 10. Now, if you withdraw up until Monday of week 10, you might still have to pay for the unit, or you will, unless there's extenuating circumstances, but it won't be classed as a fail. It will just be a withdrawal, and that doesn't impact upon your um, academic transcript or those things later. And without going into great detail, we know that sometimes life can throw curveballs at us and life can cause all sorts of problems. There are extenuating circumstances and the university can certainly help people if things need to be sorted out on an individual one-on-one basis. So once again, contact us if there's anything you're not sure of, health issues, um, access and inclusion, if people have uh, a disability and they need extra support or help, uh, whether it's a permanent or a part one, a part-time one, you may have a, a football injury or a, some other uh, active, active um, issue which might be temporary, uh, a short-term illness which could affect people. There's always lots of ways where people can help and UNE is certainly well positioned to do that. All right, excellent. Thank you very much, Nola, for coming on the show. I know that you're incredibly busy, so it's greatly appreciated. Thanks again to FM for hosting the show and helping you out, and a big thank you to everyone listening in live or on the podcast later on. It's absolutely normal to experience some stress and anxiety when enrolling with the university for the first time or coming off of a break from study. Um, it's all amplified, especially if you start enrolling late or uh, you end up choosing your units a little bit later than expected. I just want you to know that you're not alone in feeling sway and that the majority of new students or students who are coming back from a break are feeling this at one point or another. There's also students who uh, are feeling very similar things, uh, whether that be due to late assignment submissions or deadlines that are coming up. 
talk about this with your friends. There's always someone to chat to. You're not alone in this, so don't feel um, like an outsider because of those feelings. All right, feel free to tune in next week to hear us talk about some first-year advice and tips for new students. I hope that you've all had an enjoyable listening experience and good luck with your studies in trimester one. If you have any recommendations or want any other information about the topics we've discussed so far, you can get in contact via the UNE Student Success Facebook page. You're listening to 106.9 Chin FM, and I do thoroughly hope that you enjoyed episode three of the UNE Guide Show. Don't forget that show will be podcasted, so you'll be able to re-listen to it over and over again. Join Connor and the team next week with episode four of the UNE Guide Show. But for now, it's time for World Link, our syndicated show for the afternoon. I hope that you enjoy. That's coming up right now here on 106.9 Chin FM, the home of UNE's student-powered radio.